Hello, beautiful people. How is everybody doing? I hope you're doing as great as I am. And who am I? I'm your 42-year vegan friend, Daryl Crowder. Wanted to take some time to speak to you about being vegan. Uh, 42 years. So I'm sure that you say, oh, you've been vegan for 42 years. What's your age? I'm Well, I'll be 60 on July 24th. 2021 so that means in another two months today is may 22nd uh made you so you're talking about two months two days i hit my birthday 60 and i just wanted to um just speak to you about the beauty the bliss and the excitement that i was able to make those changes in my food uh, 42 years ago and do a lot a lot of studying now the lot a lot of studying was not because of force but because of my interest you see i had a life-changing moment as a young man okay like 17 16, 16 17 i was hospitalized for extremely high blood pressure my blood, my blood pressure at one point was 220 over 200, and I was a teenager. And just suddenly, you know, I was in the hospital for 30 days. And that really, really changed my thought process, you know, about food. And it made me look seriously at, you know, how did I, you know, end up here? And, 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 and most of all, it scared the crap out of me because my doctor said my blood pressure is 220 over 200. He said, son, you can have a heart attack or a stroke and be dead before I jump across the room and catch you falling out of the chair. Whew, boy, that was deep. And um, he said, I cannot in good conscience allow you to leave out of this hospital knowing your pressure is that high. I have got to do something. I got to get that pressure down. So he hospitalized me. My mother was with me and um, he spoke with her and said until further notice, she is the only absolute only visitor. And he talked with her about how to deal with me. And the number one thing that she must not do is get me upset because he said any type of excitement could make me you know, going to a severe heart attack or major stroke because of the pressure. So I needed to stay calm. Uh, he even had conversation with the nurses or anybody that was coming to my room. Their number one objective was to not get me upset about nothing. None of the nurses, none of the, uh, you know, w women working in housekeeping. So I was under a tremendous situation there as a young man. And, you know, I was uh, pretty, you know, it was deep, that 30 days. But it was a life-changing 30 days. You know, a lot of times we hear people explain about they had a life-changing event. That was it for me. But even though that was a really, uh, Really, really, man, it was, whew, I'm, I'm just looking for the words, but it, it did knock me upside the head real serious. Once he got my blood pressure down, the doctor 
Um, he talked about the food, what I can eat, what I can eat. And <laughs> of course, all of the things that I cannot eat was all the good stuff. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> Woo, the chicken, the ham, the fish, the barbecue ribs, the soda drinks, the sugar, cake, pie, pies, cookies. I'm like, Shazam, what am I gonna eat, doc? He's like, whoa. He said, there's a lot of stuff to eat. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, because listen now, this is like 1978, you know, more or less, 78, 79, Atlanta, Georgia. And I'm a high school, you know, teenager, you know. I know what to eat outside of chicken, fish, ham, pork chop, hot dogs, hamburgers. I mean, that's what we ate. Coca-Cola, Mountain Dew. Cake, pies, cookies, ice cream. That was it. You know, we, yeah, we ate collard green and, and, and tomatoes and and uh, stream beans and crowder peas and black-eyed peas and butter beans. You know, we ate that. But um, I had to cut out that fatty food, greasy food, bacon and pork and hams. You know what a good ham sandwich was like, man. Please, what? And don't don't be talking about a ham sandwich with uh cheese and that marita bread. Oof, man. You throw that up in the skillet, brown it, melt that cheese, buddy. You good eating, but you can't eat it no more. Oh, so anyway, anyway. I'm just kind of you know lighthearted joking about it now, but but when he was telling me that, man, I was absolutely 100 percent serious because 30 days being in that hospital man that shook me as a young son i missed a lot of fun out there with my friends you know and not not being able to have any visitors Oof. what you saying so um anyway okay so i got out with the college a little bit i went to uh that happened when I was senior year. I graduated when I was 17. And so that was the summer of um 79, right? And so um that being the summer of 79, you know, we had just graduated high school. And um it was a lot we were gonna be doing. <laughs> for the summer. But that whole month was gone for me, partner. <laughs> but nevertheless, um, I went to John C. Smith University for a minute, and then I left when I finished there. I went to, I left there and went to uh, DeVry Institute of Technology. And after DeVry, I ended up working in corporate America at a company named Digital Equipment Corporation. And while I was working at that company, I met a beautiful young lady named Jerry Edwards. Jerry Edwards. Remember that name. Jerry Edwards is the reason why I'm here today, healthy and wealthy and wise and strong and full of energy and excitement and have no health problem at 60. Okay. Jerry Edwards and I became good friends at the company. And she 
after finding out my blood pressure was high and I'd been hospitalized this summer uh, for that month. Uh, she told me about vegetarian and, you know, my diet. And, and, you know, she talked about what I ate and the things that, you know, um, I was eating. Nevertheless, uh, Jerry, one day she said, Daryl, what? What are you doing after work? I said, um, nothing. I had nothing planned. She said, I want you to go somewhere with me. I said, okay, cool. We went to a health food store in Atlanta, Georgia, 19, who, what was this? 1980, something like that. 79. Anyway, anyway, we went to this health food store when vegetarianism in Atlanta, Georgia, I'd never heard of it. Trust me. Growing up in Atlanta, eating like I was eating cold chicken for breakfast, chicken sandwiches for lunch out there doing work. <laughs> what you talking about? Ham? Turkey all week, you know, Thanksgiving, you ate, you ate that turkey the rest of the week. This is what we did. Everybody did that. I know nothing about no vegetarianism. So we in this health food store in Atlanta, Georgia, I'm like, you know, summer, 17, 19, 17. And uh, I'm looking around. I don't know any of these names. I don't know what this stuff is. This store looks strange. It looks funny. It's a couple of people up in there, the boy and the girl, and they got the the baggy tweed cotton shirts and pants and sandals and long hair. Look like a bunch of hippies out of Woodstock or somewhere, you know. And they was the owner of the little health food store wherever we was at in Atlanta, Georgia, somewhere around there in the cut health food store about as big as your living room. And it had a variety of things in there. I had no idea what it was. I, I saw bread. I, I recognized bread and I rec recognized a few nuts. You know, I didn't even know about cashews and almonds and, you know, pistachios. Only thing we knew about peanuts. You know, I mean, this is Atlanta, Georgia, 1979, 80, something like that, you know. So, I mean, you know, about no nut, peanuts, pecans, you know, walnut, those kind of things, you know, we had in our backyard. But you're talking about uh, pistachios, almonds, we don't know about no almond nuts. But anyway, Jerry, she took me around the, the store and talked about every single item in the store in detail. And she said, Daryl, do you eat chicken? Oh, yeah. What are you talking about? Man, I, I eat the hell out of that bun, y'all. Yeah, that buzzer, girl. What you saying? Fried? I like them extra crispy. And so, you know, I kind of smiled and, you know, cheered up. Yeah, chicken. You know, she said, okay, cool. You eat barbecue real? Yep. Okay, what about... Uh, Chinese food. Yeah, yeah. I eat Chinese food too. Yeah. Uh -huh. What about any drink? Oh, Coca-Cola and Mountain Dew. Mountain Dew, Coca-Cola. Ice cream, vanilla is my favorite, then chocolate. She said, now, Daryl, <clears throat> those uh, food, you, you know, you're familiar with the taste. You like the taste of those foods. Okay, you know those tastes, you're familiar, and you like them. She said, and the thing about this health food, it's another taste. It's not bad. It's just different. Just like chicken and fish and barbecue ribs and Chinese food and ice cream, Coke and Mountain Dew all have completely different tastes. This vegetarian food has a different taste. It's not bad. Just like those foods you used to and you know you're familiar with, they're not bad. You're familiar with those tastes. You like them. She said, but the thing about this health food taste, 
is this is the taste that will save your life. Wow. Wow, 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 whoa. What? You know, when she said that to me, my mind flashed back to being inside of that hospital room. And when she said that, it shook me. I mean, it's like a sudden fear, anxiety hit me for just a few seconds, and then it went on. She said, this is the taste that will save your life. Wow. Flashback to the hospital. And you see how I connected that taste to the hospital bed? I mean, I was sold. That was it. What? She said, so let's start you off with something kind of familiar. You eat hot dog, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oscar Mayer Wiener. You know, who do I want an Oscar Mayer Wiener, you know. So she said, okay, in this can, this is a can of uh, soy dogs. You know, it's like hot dogs. See, you take them home, you know, eat them, and let me know what you think. And and I bought some uh, whole wheat buns, you know. So I went home, boogity, 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 get to the house, you know. And, you know, I had Oscar Mayer hot dogs in the, in the freezer. And so, you know, you know how you cook hot dogs. You throw them in the water and let them boil. They'll swell up. Then they keep swelling until they burst. And then when you cook them enough time, you know exactly how big they swell. They be ready if you didn't want them to burst. You catch, take them out of the water just before they burst. Or if you want them to burst, it's up to you. But the point is, you boil those dogs until they burst. Well, here I got some soy dogs in the can. I pop the can open, throw the dogs in the water. They boiling 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 30 minutes, they still ain't swolled up. They are they they ain't burst. I'm like, what's going on here? So I said, man, they so I let them boil 40 minutes, steady boiling, and they still ain't burst. So I'm look, I said, man, these busters gotta be ready. So um, I take one out, cut just the tip end of it off, blow it, cool it, and eat it. It tastes the texture was like, you know, done. It wasn't bad. And I noticed the taste was a little different, but it wasn't bad. So I steamed the whole wheat bun, and uh, I had some uh, Heinz ketchup and some uh, some uh, mustard. I think that mustard was a mustard was a Oscar Mayer. Was it not? Was a oh, wait a minute. It was Heinz ketchup and Hunts. Was it Hunt? Anyway, ketchup and mustard. So I put it on there, the hot dog bun, and everything ate it and i stood right there in the kitchen the bun was soft and the dog would man you know what Whew, it was good yeah it was different but it tastes good different that was nice man with that warm uh uh whole wheat bun i steamed and put the dog in there and the ketchup and the mustard man that business was good i reached in there and knocked another one off and i'm like whoa not bad, not bad. I mean, it's just like you know, Chinese food. You go and sit down, eat Chinese food, it don't taste like ribs. You eat barbecue ribs, it don't taste like chicken. You eat chicken, it don't taste like Mountain Dew drink. They all got their different tastes that you like. And you know what? I stood there and ate them two dogs, and I kind of liked it. Really, I did. Not just because she done said this is taste gonna save your life, but I actually did like the flavor of that stuff. So I went back the next day. Jerry said, Hey, Daryl, you eat them, yeah. See, what do you think? I said, you know what? I can do that. Uh, really? You know, I mean, they weren't bad at all. 
not bad at all. I said, matter of fact, what are you doing after work? She said, um, uh, nothing. I don't have no appointment. What's up? I see. Let's go back to the health food store. She said, okay, bet. Cool. So we go there. Brother, get everything in the store. That I don't know. Hardly, the only thing I knew was the, uh, they had some apple juice. They had fresh squoles. It was in the uh, plastic container. And, you know, they explained to me, Jerry, she said that pure apple juice is never sold in glass jars because pure apple juice will ferment somewhat, a little bit, because of the active en enzyme, and you have to have a plastic container so it can expand. She said you wouldn't put 100% natural apple juice in glass jars because the expansion could possibly burst the glass. See, see, you just learn all kind of stuff when you get in this vegan world, right? From all kind of, you know, people that's been out there a long time. Nevertheless, I bought some apple juice and I got some nuts, everything. I filled that buggy up. You know, I was stoked. Three, four cans of them dogs, a bunch of bread. I was good to go. And, you know, since ketchup and mustard is vegan, you know, I, I, I held on to that, you know. But anyway, um, I went home. And I threw all that stuff out. She said, wow. She said, what you doing? I said, hey, I'm, I'm good. She said, what are you saying? I said, I ain't need no more of that stuff. My favorite, man, ooh, one of my favorites was Captain Crunch with pet milk. Yeah, I know you all probably don't remember pet milk. Some of you may do. If, well, you know, I've been, you know, I'm 60 in a couple of months. So it may be some of you all that know what uh, pet milk was. It was this thick, rich, creamy, tasty, sweet, delicious milk. Pour it on some Captain Crunch. You know, Captain Crunch, they, it, 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 it's already have sugar on it, right? Woo! Oh, you're talking about good eating. Back then, it may be good to the taste bud, but it wasn't good to the stomach or the rest of the body. That stuff is what had me in that hospital for 30 days, Captain Crunch. I threw all that out. All the frozen meat and fish and pork chops and everything in the freezer, threw it out. All the other stuff threw it out, replaced it with that vegan stuff. It was so funny. Most of that stuff, I ain't know what it was. But, you know, the two people that worked in the store, they were very helpful so far, instructing me. Dust, dust, dust. Jerry was helpful. You know, we get together and fix up some food. And so it was real nice. You know, it was real nice. And uh, I liked the whole energy of that. And then once I got further into it, you know, those two people in the store connected me to other vegetarian other you know uh conscious eaters on another level like that and so we had a little small network of people that that ate like that and we shared a lot of recipes and, and you know things since i was brand new i learned a lot you know and from those two dogs to today i never went back i never drifted back i never even had any desire for any food or meat any animal any flesh like that nothing you know <clears throat> The, the the 30 days of being in the hospital and Jerry telling me this taste is different, not bad, but this is the taste that will save your life. And whew, I flashed back to the hospital. So I tied the two together, enjoyed those two soy dogs, went back the next day, bought everything I could in the store and threw out everything in the house from that day to this day, never turned back to any meat nothing no flesh no chicken no eggs none of that no cow milk no cheeses you know and uh 
it's been wonderful. It's been a great experience. And I'm still, you know, learning things. I mean, I'm, I'm to a point now where I can, I'm a mono meal eater. Meaning I can go and just have a big, delicious salad. And I'm good to go. Really? You know, it's like some people, they got to have this, that, that, another thing, two, three, four items on the plate. Not me. A big, nice, beautiful salad. And I'm done. Because you hungry. You got one stomach. Okay, you don't have to have three, four, five different things. You know, I'm good with just like yesterday, I cooked some delicious steamed string beans. You know, I got that wood piece the Chinese have where they steam stuff on top of the pot. So I put a bunch of string beans up there, steamed them up real good. And then I poured the water out of the pot and put the beans in there and I seasoned. I used um, Himalayan pink salt. I used some nutritional yeast. I used some... Uh, organic avocado oil and then i got some vegetable salt seasoning and uh i mixed it up and balanced the oil and yeast to where i made like a creamy steam stream beans Woo! these baby was off the chain ha! they were off the chain and uh you know Wow, they was good. They they were good. And uh steamed broccoli. You know, I have an air fryer that um, you know, I get through vegan patterns, but you had to watch them now because I found one of them that um they they you had to be careful because in America the government does not require the food manufacturing companies to list every single ingredient in the in the in the in the product okay so that means even though you're reading those labels 10 percent you don't see because the government don't require them to put it on there they're only required to list 90 percent of the ingredients that other 10 percent that's the bad dog uh, you, you think about it now I, it could be a health food item it could be a conventional food whatever no food manufacturer in the United States of America are required to list 100% of the food ingredient, only 90. The 10% is the bad dog, and they blow it up every single time to something terrible. Every single time. You best believe. Because those companies are there to make a profit. The only time you can get a product that don't have that junk on there is when you go and deal with a company that, you know, producing health food item from the spirit and the energy and the righteousness desire to put out good products with no junk in it. And remember, the, the, the least ingredient net the best product. Like I found a milk that only have uh, three, three, pro, three uh, ingredients ingredients i think it's a think it's a almond milk almond or soy and the company said only three ingredients in this box that's it nothing extra no added and you know it's it's like one of those small companies that their heart and their energy is really into the truth telling you the truth and producing great great products you know th those the company have to go to like when i first went in that health food store so many years ago little small operation that you can go to or you can call and you can talk with them 
and they can tell you exactly what they're doing. Other than that, the only way you really can be sure of what you're eating, you grow it yourself. You produce it yourself. Outside of that, the best you can do is call somebody in, in, in a company that's produ- producing this food that you're eating that you can talk to and be honest with you. With you, you know. Other than that, you're at the mercy. Seriously. You can go to health food stores now and look on ingredients and find that they're using canola oil. And they're touting canola oil as the best oil, the most healthiest oil. They talk about that even more than they talk about olive oil. But let me tell you something about canola oil right quick. When I was in high school, Charles C.L. Harper High School, 3399 Carrier Drive, I studied auto mechanics there. And auto mechanics, you know, in school, they teach you everything about everything you need to know, right? They talked about oil. They talked about tools and everything. One oil they talked about was canola oil. At the time, it was being manufactured in Canada. And the manufacturing process began with a seed that they genetically uh, engineered. Okay, this seed they produced to get this oil. They wanted a particular type of oil. So they genetically engineered the seed. Then when they got the seed, they modified it. And that caused the seed to produce a lot of oil. Then they used the chemical to extract the oil out. And in that first extracting created a bad odor. They used another chemical to filter the first chemical out that extracted the oil that created a bad odor. And then they used the third chemical to filter the second chemical out and they bottled it up and sold it. But it was no big deal because canola oil, when I was in high school, 3399 Charles L. High School, I was studying auto mechanic. We actually used canola oil to oil our tools. Then I was real good mechanic. I used to service the sewing machine in the sewing, you know, section of the school teaching sewing. And I used to go up there and I had a bottle of canola oil that I used to order equipment with because it was thin, had great viscosity. You know, it was light and it was real good for those real small parts in the sewing machine. Now you roll the clock for 40 some odd years and they saying canola oil is the best oil to eat. Very healthy. You understand what I'm saying? How we get from using it in our tools and mechanics, auto mechanics in, in that industry to eating it as a good oil for you. So you see, this is the planet we living on. You can't just run out here and do something. I mean, this is like maneuvering through a minefield every day. Driving is dangerous. Breathing air is dangerous. Eating the food is dangerous. Going outside is dangerous. Being in the house is dangerous. So when it comes to the food, you have to know someone is out there just, they want to object it is to make money, not save your health. Saving your health, that's on you. Eating this food, either it's going to make you healthy or it's going to kill you. Eating this food is going to make you healthy or you're going to get sick. You'll be one of them patients in the hospital. The hospital is filled with people with broken ankles, sprains, Elbows and, and 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 scrape, 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 cuts and scrapes. That's what the hospital is full of, right? No, 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 no. That hospital is packed full of people because of what they have eaten. That's why they're in the hospital, sick, because of what they've been putting in their mouth, not cleaning their bodies. Next time we'll get into cleansing the body, but for now. Your 42-year vegan friend, Daryl Crowder. I've had enough. You've had enough. This is 30 minutes. Good. 
I won't go too much long because the studies have shown that studies have shown that the human attention span is about an hour and a half. After an hour and a half, it's shot. You just talking, they ain't returning nothing. So I don't want this 30 minutes is good. I've shared a lot with you. I hope I said something to inspire you to be better at dealing with your health. And one of the biggest things that you can do is take on a diet that is healthy for you, which is fruit, grains, and nuts. They say in plant-based called, you know, they see the trend of people, you know, in America and throughout the world going to where veganism and vegetarian. So these food manufacturers, they want to stay profitable. So now they've been talking about plant-based. Okay, but you remember now, they'll lie. They'll say this has got almonds in it. It's got avocados or whatever. But then they'll sneak some crap in there. And it says plant-based. And they have you thinking this is all good. But you got to be careful. Got to be careful and watch your health. Be mindful of what goes in your body. Next time we add some more. This is a beautiful topic. We can learn a lot. And this is your 42-year vegan friend, Daryl Crowder. And I've enjoyed talking with you because I want you to be healthy. I want you to be healthy, wealthy, and wise. You do good. I do good. We do good. This will be a better place for all of us to live, okay? Take care.